0: Hi, this is Betsy Beers, and this is Shondaland Revealed, the official podcast for the television shows that we like to produce in Shondaland. And first of all, I have to say welcome back to our listeners. This is the first podcast after a long hiatus, and I've been resting my voice, so I won't get all like crackly or stupid halfway in the sentence and not be able to kind of finish things, which God knows you all have listened to a million times before. But we're back, and the season started. and. I'm here to talk about the season starter of Grey's Anatomy, which is an amazing thing because this is season 13, you guys. It's season 13 that we've been on this air, which is incredible because I think I was 13 years old when we started (laughs) this job. And I have the amazing pleasure today of having one of my favorite people in the world who I've been begging to come and talk to me on a not very comfortable sofa. That's, in good, my that's not bad. That bad? No, it's not, not bad? No, not bad at all. It's pretty comfortable. Um, Justin Chambers, who obviously plays Dr. Alex Grev on the fine television program, Grey's Anatomy, who has been with us like since the beginning.
1: Since the beginning.
0: Since the beginning. Thank you so much for coming to my yeah. small office with some odd decorations. Well, in isn't it. this just, one of many offices? It's don't one of 500. Office? Yeah, see? I like to have an office in yeah, every part of town. Different shades, different colors. <laughs> I love this. What the, is that? The dogs, play yeah, velvet the velvet dog... dogs playing poker. Yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs> okay, so the deal with the dogs playing poker is, years and years ago, I had this other job and a really good friend of mine knew I loved dogs and dogs dressed up as people. Don't ju- please don't judge me, you guys. No, like it's no it's bad. here. Okay, so she found this dogs playing poker at a yard sale and it's, okay, for those of you who can't see it, it's massive, it's velvet. The dogs are playing poker around a table And they're all sort of like beigey red, right? And then some of them are orange. And there's an interesting setup with this one. There's a bulldog with a bar in the back cleaning a glass. And as you can see, the bulldogs are passing cards to each other under the table and smoking. And and I think they're drinking whiskey. They're drinking whiskey, although the whiskey is blue, which is Mm, sort of odd. Hey, it's a special world because it's dogs playing poker. Well, and they're colorblind. And they're (laughs) they're, they're, they're dogs' world. That's true. Actually, they can only see black and white. It's true. (laughs) Uh, but thank you for complimenting me on that. I also have to say about that, it used to be in my home, and when my then-boyfriend, later-husband, first moved in, he had a friend come in, and they asked, Bruce, my husband, why is it that your girlfriend seems to live in a frat house? <laughs> so, quickly, this ended up in my office, because apparently it was not, it was not classy enough for my home. Um, I would like to tell you guys that uh, Justin looks amazing today. He's wearing a baseball cap. What is on the baseball cap?
1: It's a cacti. Cactus. It's a cactus. Yeah, it's it's actually my wife brought it back from Palm, Palm Springs. It's she fabulous. went to a wedding. And I guess it was the wedding, I don't know, gift
0: giveaways. It's green and it's white. It's like a it's trucker a, hat. It's like a, truck it's a hat trucker hat with a wee cactus on it's it. It's a little tiny baby cactus. It's like a tiny little cactus dude. <laughs> like and it. you're wearing a, what would you call that color? I think it's maroon, red. It's... Purpley, dirty, purpley, red, ter- dirty, purpley, red, dirty, purpley red, with an awesome pair of like green cords. <laughs> yes, I sound and like a Christmas ornament, but <laughs>
1: I don't know. It's some dirty shoes. You
0: know what's great about Justin is you can take him anywhere, any season <laughs> of the year. You could just, if you want him near your Christmas tree, <laughs> no, it's a, bu- gets, it's like a beautiful giving. look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and actually, it's a good look. I am um, wearing my traditional back to school outfit, which is what your plaid skirt. jacket. You look like you're gonna ride a Harley. Um, it's an odd back to school. Okay. Yeah, I'm. You it look good. It looks great. Thank you, Justin. Justin and I occasionally see each other at spin. spinning spin class, which is the most exciting part of my day. Is if you're there, yes. and I still ha- are you going a lot recently? I
1: haven't gone in a while. I need to. Okay, have, I'll start I've to fallen text off you. like two, 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 three weeks.
0: It's it's like it's time, addictive. It's super addictive, but at the same point, if you don't do it, and I was super skeptical about it yep. because I don't tend to like things that everybody else likes and one of my trainers said you, you like you need it's the best way to get cardio in. That. Yeah. It's very, and It's
1: it's convenient. It's that's so why convenient. I like it. You go in. You just, you know, 45 yeah, minutes. and you're done. You're done like that. And I'm like vomiting blood there. but who cares. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I do shake to my car but I'm fine <laughs> about 20 <laughs> minutes later. It's like really
0: good. Yeah. It's really good. So sometimes that's my favorite thing is actually when you're there and you were there a few weeks ago and it was actually super exciting because it was like but you're always in front. I'm in the back hiding. Yo. I know you're, you're totally in the back. You're like because I ready have to. Go. It's the only way I can focus. Right. I was in the back a couple of weeks ago. I can't believe America. Don't you love to hear exercise <laughs> habits? But I was in the back a couple of weeks ago, and I became transfixed by this crazy picture of all these people in the dark. Like on bicycles with loud music with loud music and it's playing. cold it's ice and it's cold. freezing and you're sweating you're staring balls desperately balls. into space and for some reason i thought i've got to be in the front because i can't see this because no. it totally flips me <laughs> out but so this is your first time on the podcast the first time yes. the first time and hopefully it won't be your last time okay do you want to talk about because i know i remember how you were cast on grace anatomy but you, you might know up... better than
1: i do or well, my my version yeah, yeah. i don't know if it's the true version tell me i remember doing uh, a pilot for abc Yep. called The Secret Service. Yep. And and funny enough, Ellen Pompeo was supposed to play... She auditioned for it. She auditioned. That's the,
0: how we they, saw Ellen Pompeo. We that's saw her how audition.
1: Saw her. See, I didn't know that. I'm okay. telling you, so, I'm telling so you, yeah, you, we didn't you're know. You're educating me. We so see we're learning. And um, the pilot obviously didn't get picked up, but the show... Grey's Anatomy had already shot their pilot. Yep, that we had. And they needed uh, just one extra link to the chain. And yep. it was a character that was kind of gruff and sort of an a-hole. And kind of pissed off Yeah, a lot. kind of uh-huh. pissed off a lot. And so I don't know if he was supposed to be the foil to, to George's character. The
0: idea was it was another man to round out the group. Okay. Because Cause there it was, was four the, then, it wasn't there five? Yeah, was there was an energy that was needed. Okay. And there was sort of this, this missing piece. And I remember looking, I remember seeing your audition. Like, I remember seeing I your audition. remember auditioning? Oh, I, I didn't see you in person. I right. saw you on tape. Right. And I was going off to also produce a movie. I was going back and forth at that point. And we all, like, were just transfixed. And they loved you on the pilot. And it was one of those things, you guys, where you see somebody read something. And it was, it felt effortless. Right. Like, you seemed like, yeah, I can do this. And like for the first day you came in, you, you sort of had a head to head with Meredith, as I remember. Yeah.
1: Like and called her a nurse.
0: I called her a nurse. Yeah. Said, Which was a
1: big insult, I guess. And so she just about flipped. But I remember coming in to do a chemistry read with her. And I've known yeah. Ellen. I knew Ellen through the New York scene. We had done. We're trying to figure out what we had done, but we had known each other for about 20, 25 years. Wow. By auditioning for th- for different commercials and things like that. So it was kind of exciting to get to work with her. Isn't but I, funny? I came to LA to do a chemistry read. But I saw the pilot, because the pilot was shot without me. And yeah. they inserted Alex into a few scenes. So it looks like I was there. But I think they shot the pilot maybe we nine did.
0: months before. No, we did. no, it wasn't even nine months. It was like three months before.
1: Three months before. We
0: shot the pilot in March, I think. It was of like 04? March. Of 04? Of 04. Okay. And then we cast you. It was like in June, June. I think. So, it's all a blur. Well, it should be, because it was a few years ago. Was, yeah, 13 years. The fact that actually seasons. we can remember as much as we can, I'm right. like... This is just amazing to me. Can you believe we're still here? That's I, know. I, that's just, I know. It's just... I know. It's like, that's one of my favorite things about this, this job is it's one of the only really consistent things, yeah. which is one of the things I really... First of all, the fact that this show, which we call The Mothership, like for anybody who doesn't know this listening, it's The Mothership because it was our. it's the first show first and it's one. like emotionally we're so attached to it, mm-hmm. like hopefully all the viewers are too, because... We'd never made a television show before. We had no idea what we were doing. We did some things right. We made a lot of mistakes, but we keep learning. And mm-hmm. I learned—I always learned so much on the show, both in storytelling and in getting to know people and how things work. And I just feel like we all kind of grew up together.
1: We—we we did. I mean, now I'm in my closer to my fifties than I am to my forties. So it's how do kind you of crazy. look like that? Like. Well, Do thank you, like- you very much. You know, I quit smoking. I, I was smoking again. And, and you know who got me to start was Denzel Washington directing the episode. I was so nervous. Yes, by the way, really? Fox, Denzel Washington directed an episode of our show, and he's one of my favorite actors of all time, movie star, last uh-huh. of the great cinema idols. Yeah. And uh, I was so nervous, and I hadn't been smoking for about a year or two years, and I just went outside and just started smoking. But I quit again. I haven't smoked in six days, so I'm really excited about that.
0: Oh, yeah, you know, you look really good. You also look well rested and stuff. Yeah,
1: I feel better. Which I is, feel better. see,
0: so you quit smoking so yeah. you don't have to spin.
1: Yeah, I don't, well, I know I got to spend. <laughs> In fact, I'm excited to go back to see how, what, what I cough up
0: because it's been
1: quite a while.
0: <laughs> it's, isn't it? I hate actually. Not going for a long time because it's just really, really painful it's when painful. you do go back it's and terrible. it's it's
1: just resetting your brain the way you think about you know exercise in general it's true it's like I'm, it's I'm off
0: it's like off the wagon like you know you have <laughs> I, to I go gotta, through this period yeah though, I, think. I have to no, I think you do now, okay, so as the character, you've changed a lot over the last thirteen years, like what do you think is the most the biggest change that you think of for Alex?
1: Well, I mean, I think in the beginning we definitely saw. A guy who had a lot of bravado and ego who you know i think he was driven by the money he wanted to go into plastics he wanted the acclaim That's right. right i totally
0: forgot that yeah
1: i think they were even going to have him uh, mark sloan mentor him but yep. i think that kind of went to the wayside but um yeah i think his drive was completely different and then now i mean through you know pediatrics and you know arizona being his mentor uh, he's really he's really matured, and he's become a great advocate for young, you know, patients. I think that but professionally he's changed in that way. Um, I think he really cares about being a good doctor, and uh, personally, I think that his his relationships have matured. I mean, I think for the first time he said he wanted to have a family and he wanted to get married. Yeah, I don't think he ever said that except for marrying Izzy that one time. Yeah, and his vows, of course, were very heartfelt but we never really got to see that come into fruition so uh with joe i thought let's see what happens because now we know that we don't know who joe is really uh so that's gonna be sort of a cliffhanger
0: well and i think the episode i mean it's really heartbreaking because the whole fight the whole aftermath of the fight and the fact that alex has come so far Uh, and this was like falling off the wagon
1: it's the it's i think with alex in general it's always two steps forward one step back Uh and i think a lot of people can relate to that i think that's why people have embraced the character of alex i mean he sometimes it seems a bit extreme but he you know what he did was very impulsive and reactive and uh you can kind of understand why someone could do that but at the same time if he was a little more mature maybe he could have you know, just sat everyone down and 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 talked it out and maybe they could've figured out what what the real case was because it wasn't
0: what he thought. It's true, but I always feel like the thing about Alex is he's still trying to become comfortable with his emotions because for yeah. so many years he didn't deal with his emotions. Yes. And so I mean, really early on when Alex was getting a lot of grief, like the fans were always like, Why is Alex so much? I would religiously Defend him <laughs> say that he was my favorite character because <laughs> you knew that it really went deep. And right. I always used to say like the moment where he tried to give Izzy a cupcake and then she was staring at Denny Ducat and he knew it was all over. It right. was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> if, if America doesn't look at that character and say, there's so much there, which is what makes him so right. compelling. And he's struggling with so much, which is what yeah. makes him so compelling. So when he kind of falls off the wagon, I was so not only bummed out for him, but just bummed out at the reaction around him. Right. Because
1: well, because we're rooting for him to get it. We are.
0: Like, we really want him to move forward and do and really now good he's, jobs.
1: you know. But this is what makes great drama. I know. It's and true. conflict. We have to have conflict. If you were else,
0: all sitting around really happily, yeah, eating pizza and watching television and talking it, we wouldn't be in
1: season 13. We would we
0: No. Be. Do you have, like, a favorite episode or a favorite season?
1: Um, well, again, Denzel Washington directing was a highlight, and that was a good episode.
0: That was an amazing that episode. That was a really
1: good episode. That stuff that went down. One that really sticks to my mind is the shooter the shooter episode okay that's it's one of the those most frightening episodes two
0: episodes yeah everyone whenever they ask me the question I have to say like that's probably my favorite season finale the
1: performances in that Chandra Wilson in that oh my, oh my god. god you
0: I mean that you were the opening I
1: like, was on the floor you with, were on the with, floor with the sticky blood
0: yes it was that must have been really and the
1: big belly <laughs> 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 that was one of my fat seasons <laughs> But I remember crawling out of that that elevator and the blood is just, it's just corn syrup with dye, red dye. And it just, it gets, it dries really quickly and it's very sticky. And I'm just, my skin is like sticking to the floor as I crawl across it. And how, I mean, like
0: hours of dirty floor. Hours of dirty
1: floor. And then hyperventilating because, you know, he's shot. So he's trying to breathe and he's talking about have more sex, eat bacon. I remember (laughs) that. (laughs) Just being lightheaded from, you know, hyperventilating you know trying to catch my breath but uh, it's funny because all the episodes start to bleed in together after this many years so yeah. people will get sp- want specific storylines and i i honestly I have the memory of a goldfish i'm like i i don't i don't remember
0: did you ever go in to watch a surgery yeah when we started
1: in the very beginning i saw an open heart surgery i was more shocked by us being allowed to do that because i guess <laughs> the the patient signs a waiver yep. of some kind but isn't it for people studying it's supposed, to, it's
0: supposed to be for people studying medicine. It's not supposed for
1: to silly be- actors. <laughs> i <In> LA. Well, <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I haven't heard you say the F word once.
0: I'm not allowed to. Yeah,
1: is, is that is that how that works? I the-
0: also I'm uh, I'm literally trying to cut back. Yeah. Because I became so incredibly, it was like literally every other word. So now when I become <laughs> super vituperative, it, sometimes it comes out again. But mm-hmm. I, if I've taken what you said. For everybody who's listening, Justin's been an incredibly good influence on me. And a while ago, he said, you know, you don't have to constantly sound like a truck driver. No offense to truck drivers in America. But you don't have to sound like a foul, foul person. You have many things to say, and you seem to be relatively articulate. Why must it always be You're peppered very with F-bombs? Yeah. And uh, I took that to heart. So occasionally, I do try to strip it back a little bit. So it's not... It comes out...
1: It only comes out in spin. Right? Exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> 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 um, okay, so there's some fan questions. Yeah. So these guys went onto the Tweetski, and there are some fan questions. Gio at Love Paul's Fan asked if you could give Alex any advice, what would you give him? What would you say?
1: Oh, gosh. There's so many things that have come his way, but to keep his head above water, you know, to what is that expression? Stay calm and carry on. Yeah. You know, I think that could really apply to to Alex because. Bit of a hothead. Yeah. And uh, again, reactive and impulsive. I mean, if we're gonna get Freudian, uh, let's get know, Freudian. Let's get Freudian with Alex. You know, there was so much that happened to him in his childhood, or lack of, right? You know, of nurturing and of of parenting, of and that he took on that role of being the strong the strong one, but not dealing with his emotions, like you said. I think that's where his impulsiveness comes from, and where he's not able to face his his personal feelings. Mm-hmm. He's getting better, mm-hmm. I thought, until this last this last situation that yeah. just happened, but. Um, yeah I mean if I was to give him advice just to roll with the punches and keep your head above water stay calm and carry on Alex you can do it
0: I think that's good advice for anybody frankly I'm Alyssa Lynn at uh, Twisted Sister Rig Burnaby from British Columbia wants to know what was your reaction to the whole beating DeLuca up when you first read it were you surprised when you read that Um, I could see why that could happen Um,
1: To the extreme that it went, I mean, you have to watch the episode, but he's pretty messed up. It looks like I had, like, steel-toed boots and kicked him in the head a few times. I mean, it's, I don't know, it's pretty extreme. It was pretty extreme. I haven't seen the episode yet.
0: Oh, it's, it's, woo. Deluca doesn't look so good. Um, (laughs) Shep Words wants to know, if Alex had a theme song, what would it be? Oh, God. That's a good one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Hit me with your best shot, probably.
1: Yeah, right? That would be for, would this, be episode. for this episode. Yeah, or the Eye of the Tiger, right? We could, <laughs> we could pick a song from... <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I don't know. There's just so many phases Alex has gone through. He would
0: have to have a different theme song for every season. For every
1: every season, definitely.
0: So I think then it's like, let's, there's a season. Yeah. Turn, turn, turn. There you go. Let's go with your song. Um, I'll go, <laughs> let's go with my song. <laughs> Um, do you have a most memorable patient besides Rebecca? Rachel wants to know Rachel P. Foots. Uh, well, I mean, I was
1: starstruck again by Lee Majors. That was always the six million dollar so man. was the six million, dollar man was, was $6 my million dollar
0: man was the most amazing thing ever.
1: I'd rather meet him than De Niro. That was somebody that I grew up with, he was my hero as a child. And yeah, I got to meet him. He was a patient I remember. Doris Roberts sticks through my mind because she was a blast. She had me laughing a lot.
0: She's pretty, God pretty bless cool. Her. You know,
1: I think she passed on this yep. year. But um, having her as a patient. That's one of the best things about this job is you have all these actors, this pool of actors from all over the country come here to LA to find work and Grays is adventurous
0: enough to hire on all these unknowns and there's so many talented people out there. It's amazing. That I'm right? just I'm blown
1: I'm blown away.
0: I also, you and I have something in common, I think, which is we both tend to advocate for people who are uh, more mature yeah. and people from different eras of television. Yeah. Because we've had this conversation. Yeah. You were the only people I've ever met who came up and said, what about this person? They're fantastic yeah. and they're still working and nobody uses them anymore. Yeah. And I remember when like William Daniels came on and yeah. I, it's the only time in the history of this television show... I was too freaked out to go speak to somebody because <laughs> I was so excited yeah. because he was the voice of Kit in Knight Rider. That's right. He was on St. Elsewhere. Yeah. He was in The Graduate. He did everything. Like, he'd been in everything. And I idolized him. And Shondick was sort of like, why are you being so weird? And I was like, because I, I, I cannot believe I'm on a table read with William Daniels. Right. Like, that, that sort of stuff. That it's just... And Lee Majors... Uh, another, you Come
1: know, on. I- lots of actors that have come in and a lot of unknowns and you're just you're I'm wowed by their work. We just had a young guy, I think what's he has a, a documentary out called Meet the Patels, Ravi. Oh yeah. He was great. He was really, really great. And he said how the having that documentary has opened a lot of doors for him.
0: Oh that's super cool. As an
1: actor. It's helped him a lot. But um he was really exciting to watch. Very See? funny. I
0: mean there are just so There's many There's so much talent
1: out there and it's it's exciting. So I get excited to come to work and have these different patients and
0: it keeps it fresh, kind it of. It keeps it fresh, yeah.
1: and I learn from them.
0: I, that's the amazing thing about the show is so many shows, I think, the patients get in a rut or the clients get in a rut, but the amount of fresh approaches to medical situations right. I find to be just incredible. Um, Caitlin at Anatomy underscore Gray's wants to know, is, what's the best part about working with Camilla Levington? Oh,
1: you know what? what makes Camilla so cool is she's very professional, very good at her job, but she's not precious about it like she'll just that. Ah, let's try this let's try that and she's she's always exciting to work with you don't know what to expect from her but um she's got the heart of gold I really am happy that she's on the show and I'm, I'm happy to work with her she's really really pleasant She's a great scene partner to
0: have she she seems like such a lovely she person is. I mean, she's always just so pleasant and like, just energetic and ready and
1: to try anything great attitude great attitude
0: um, no absolutely Caitlin wants to know also who makes you laugh most on set.
1: Uh, I, Camilla makes me laugh a lot, especially when she slips into that British accent.
0: Pickens always cracks me up. Pickens is funny.
1: Pickens is honestly one of the classiest people I've ever met in my
0: Pickens, life. Pickens, you guys, is crazy classy.
1: He's just he, crazy classic. He, he knows how to rodeo, but he drives a, a really classy car. <laughs> He's just a cool dude. He wears cowboy boots, and you know he likes the the fine finer foods. He's just. I don't know. He's special, and uh, I'm I'm very blessed to have, have been on a show this long with the cast that I've worked with because they really are special people. They really are. They really are, and uh, I'm grateful for that.
0: They really are. They're, it's it's incredible. It's a long
1: haul to be with people. You know. <laughs> it's a really. By the long way,
0: haul. you've been working in the show longer than a lot of marriages last, yeah. and that's what's so amazing. I mean, you've been a long marriage yourself, All so marriage. you've got a.
1: And And kids have grown. I've gotten them, you know. Which I cannot believe. I had one in a stroller when we started. I know. And now he's in high school. That's kind
0: of frightening. Does he watch Grey's Anatomy? No. (laughs) No. -uh. Um, Relly wants to know, at Everyone Loves April, what inspired you to become an actor?
1: I kind of fell into it because I fell into uh, modeling by accident. I was in Europe and someone approached me to do commercials and... I stayed and I ended up making a living and from that I kind of was like, maybe, you know, maybe I should act and that's what I was getting from people. You should act, you should act. So I came to America and studied studied and, um, you know, like everyone else, hit the pavement and auditioned and got a role like Grey's Anatomy. So uh, I've been
0: blessed. And then finally, uh, four times Murthan slash Alex, a huge drama TV fan. If you were a real surgeon, what specialty would you choose?
1: You know, if honestly, I wanted to be a dentist when I was younger. Did I'd you really? I'd probably become an orthodontist, yeah. I know, it sounds funny, but...
0: That's cool. Yeah. Fixing people's teeth.
1: Yeah, fixing people's teeth.
0: And you have to have a really thick skin, because apparently dentists, everyone's scared of dentists. Thank you so much for doing this. <laughs> Thank It just was just so sweet of you to take time Thank out you. of your day and actually come in and talk to me. And it's actually, I don't get to see you enough so it's actually really fun. So I'll force you to do it again soon. Okay. Um, I just want you guys to know next time on Grey's Anatomy, Thursday, September 29th, we have a show called Catastrophe and the Cure. And um, I think everybody's loyalties are getting tested right now at Grey's Anatomy. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens next. And, you know, I'm not going to tell you anything So you've got to watch it, you guys. Watch. Um, That's Thursday, September 29th at 8 o'clock on ABC. And next time on How to Get Away with Murder, There Are Worse Things Than Murder is the name of the title, which is sort of bizarre. But there are worse things than murder, because (laughs) you're going to see what they are, and it's going to be pretty crazy. And last week was crazy, too. Um, And that's going to be Thursday, September 29th at 10 o'clock on ABC. Thanks again to EW.com for posting an exclusive first listen of the podcast every other Thursday night. That's right. I said every other Thursday. With just two Shondaland shows airing on Thursday nights, we're going to do them biweekly, which just means one will be jam-packed with even more goodness, so we hope they'll be good because that's sort of up to how much I'm rambling and how tired you people are. You're good at this. And you can and you can see, see that's why, like, Justin, he says really nice things about my podcasting <laughs> skills. And you can subscribe to this podcast at iTunes.com backslash where each new podcast episode is available on Friday evenings. So we'll be back two weeks with another Shondaland Revealed podcast all about how to get away with murder. Until then, this is Betsy Beers. Have a great two weeks. Stay safe, and we'll be talking soon. Bye-bye.